in the squadron. They called him Bullets, but we call him Greg Kelly. Greg Kelly is on the air on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Wow. God is great. God is great. Praise the Lord. These are amazing, amazing things we're seeing. This is a wonderful moment. Things are happening, and I feel lucky to be alive. I really do. My goodness. So, all right, folks, where, what's happening? You know, my wife likes to say, when you're going through hell, don't stop. I won't give you the whole context of why she told me that, but uh, apparently she got it from Winston Churchill. <laughs> when you're going through hell, don't stop. No. Why, what, by that today, how it applies to me and you perhaps and uh, many of us uh, in the MAGA movement and people who know and love or don't maybe know him personally, but, you know, voted for Trump and seen him and admire him and think he's and know he's best for the country and, and just and know that he's being lied about and they're trying to destroy him and uh, lying dishonest grifters in the White House, right? We know these things, right? We know it. To see it come out, to see it come out in such spectacular fashion is awesome. It's just awesome. And it's it's all happening according to God's timing. Not, not mine, not yours. God has this stuff figured out. Look, I think God has everything's in his hands and there is free will. But all right. I won't talk about God anymore, although he's right here and he's listening. And actually, he might come up. He might come up some more. Um, Over the past couple of years, three years, at times it's hard. You know, in the wake of January 6th and everybody beating up on our guy every single day. And then the indictments. And we know they're phony. but And it was beautiful. It's been beautiful to watch the people say, screw you. We still believe in the guy. But, you know... You've heard me say some pretty brutal things about the FBI and the Department of Justice. I stand by everything I said. But last night and into early this morning, because I stayed up all night reading a 400-page report about the treachery and dishonesty, the lying, the venal nature of Joe Biden and what he did, um... So I'm tired. I read it all night, <laughs> but I now am reminded that there are good, ethical people, honorable public servants. They're out there like this, Robert Hur, and what he did here, a true public service. This thing is amazing. And it's beyond, I'll get to the whole, and Joe Biden didn't remember this, and Joe Biden didn't, that's important, and that's fascinating, and that it's in a government report, I love it. But what makes this thing so special in so many ways, well, what really, my favorite part of it is, you know, for months, well, actually, let me put it to you this way, everybody on our side knows that Joe Biden is totally losing it and totally out there and whatever, right? We know that. The mainstream media doesn't say that. So it's very interesting and very cool and very significant when you have basically a neutral bystander within the U.S. government say the same thing. That's great. That's great. And 
the left, they now have to respond to that. They have to. And they are. And they're figuring out what's next. And, and people are really looking at Joe Biden. Maybe we got to get rid of him. And, and those conversations are happening and things are moving and things are changing. And you have Joe Biden can't figure out this date and that date. And when he was vice president, that's all fascinating. And that's a good and important part of the conversation. But for me, even more important than that, well, a couple is this. I know the documents case against President Trump is a total um, sham. It's a crime in and of itself to have brought that indictment against Trump. That's a crime. That's corruption. Now, I know that because, uh, number one, I read a lot and I, I, I know things and I, I just I didn't grow up a prisoner of the media. I grew up in the military and in the military, I actually handled classified documents and I, you know, hanging around my father for a number of years, a very special, as you know, spectacular uh, person and law enforcement professional with federal and local and state. And, you know, just from a very unique perspective, I knew that that case was was phony. Now, very few people have that perspective. And very few people in the conservative world had that perspective. So thus far, people like you turn on Fox News and they don't know anything about classified documents. All they know is that, well, Bill Barr comes on and and says, oh, yeah, the the documents, Mar-a-Lago case, that's the most serious case against President Trump. That's the most serious case against President Trump. Well, now we have. Which is not true, by the way. And, the, and and forget the, le- the the mainstream, the left, what they do. They say it all the time. Oh, my God, how could he have taken these documents? Look at the pictures on the floor. So now we have this report that says, in addition to all the documents all over the place and that, that dirty, filthy pigsty of a garage, right, where all the documents were, right, um, what her is doing here. He's going after Jack Smith in page after page after page that I'll get to and I'll read through it. And you know what? Reading documents, I know it's not sexy television. It's probably, but whatever. If you read it, you'll understand that he's telling everybody we don't prosecute presidents for taking this stuff. They do it all the time. They do it all the time. It's allowed. He actually says out loud that presidents are treated differently, and so are vice presidents, and so are members of Congress. When Jack Smith comes out and says, there is one rule of law, and it applies to everybody, and, wow, that sounds right, of course, yeah, right, right. But there is something called prosecutorial discretion. There is the fact that we're talking about a president of the United States, and that's different, it is, and different rules do apply than if it was some sailor in a submarine. Sorry, but that's the way it is. There's a difference. And I don't think that Joe Biden should be charged with a crime. Now, I know there are some people out there, oh, my God, what are you talking about? They nailed him. They nailed. They got to nail him for this. No, they don't. This is the difference. This is the difference between me and them, us and them. Okay? We support justice even for those we don't like, even for those we despise, justice, fairness, okay? 
Now, Joe Biden did a lot of dirty things, and they're in this report, and I'll get to them. Believe me, okay? Believe me, they're there. And I do believe that Joe Biden is guilty of all kinds of crimes. But the classified stuff in the garage, it's not a crime. It's not technically a crime. Well, actually, technically it's a crime. But prosecuting him for it? Before prosecuting President Trump, that would have been considered, are you crazy? Are you from the planet Mars? All right. Listen to this. This is from page 10, but it's three. And, you know, look, we a 400-page book dropped yesterday. <laughs> okay, so, and I have been through it. And it is complex. It is all over the place. I'm so glad it's a Friday. I'm so glad it's Friday. We'll have time to, but... All right. We have evaluated all relevant considerations in aggregation and mitigation as outlined in the justice manual and determined that on balance, these factors do not support prosecution of Mr. Biden. Now, uh, well, let me just continue. Historically, after leaving office, many former presidents and vice presidents have knowingly taken home sensitive materials related to national security from their administrations without being charged with crimes. This historical record is important context for judging whether and why to charge a former vice president and former president as Mr. Biden would be when susceptible to prosecution for similar actions taken by several of his predecessors. Now, shoot. This is the part where I wish I had this all laid out and organized because in the I'm reading from the executive summary. Let me just go into a little bit further. This inside. They talk about everybody says, well, then Trump comes up and he says the difference is Trump talks about Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan took volumes of classified material, top secret material with him. After he left the presidency, when he left the presidency, brought him home to his private house in California. And everybody knew it. The Justice Department knew it. The um, the media knew it. He turned that material into a book. You can buy it. You can find it online. It was full of classified material. Full of classified material. He wasn't prosecuted. He wasn't investigated. He did what presidents do. They take that stuff because it's whatever, whatever they want to do with it, they can do with it. I shouldn't say that. Whatever, for whatever reason they want to take it, they can take it. For instance, Joe Biden wanted these classified documents because uh, he wanted to write a book for which he got $8 million for. That's in the report, by the way, which is a big Interesting that they put that figure in. Um, Ronald Reagan, you know what he wanted to do with all that classified stuff? And a lot of it was his diaries. And diaries are classified when you're the president of the United States, especially when you're talking about uh, start reduction talks and Mikhail Gorbachev and Iceland and all this. You know, there's top secret stuff in there. It's top secret material. It doesn't matter if you wrote it. It's still top secret. And they they understand that. You know what? You know what Ronald Reagan did with that stuff first? He and Nancy used to read them to each other. They would read them to each other. They would read the diaries. They would they would get love to talk about the old times. And then it was put into a book. Absolutely no problem. Because it's the president of the United States. 
It's unique, and there is tremendous discretion. The Presidential uh, Records Act, personal, non-personal, there's, you can do it, and people do it all the time. And this is why you could never prosecute Joe Biden for taking this stuff, because presidents do it. And he does say even vice presidents do it. When you've been in government for 50 years, you've got stuff laying around the house. You got stuff laying around the house. With one in section, with one exception, there is no record of the Department of Justice prosecuting a former president or vice president for mishandling classified documents from his own administration. Now, the one exception is former President Trump. And they write here, it is not our role to assess the criminal charges pending against Mr. Trump. But several material distinctions between Mr. Trump's case and Mr. Biden's case are clear. Um, unlike the evidence involving Mr. Biden, the allegations set forth in the indictment of Mr. Trump, if proven, would present serious aggravating factors. Most notably, after being given multiple chances to return classified documents and avoid prosecution, Mr. Trump allegedly did the opposite. I'm going to stop right there. Now, it's interesting. They skipped the part about Donald Trump taking them taking the documents he goes right to the part about well he didn't return them if it wasn't president trump they never would have asked to begin with they never would have asked him because presidents get to take this stuff with them it's a it's a trap does that make sense it's it's hard to express and i'm still quite frankly lawyering it and figuring it out but i've talked to some very key personnel this morning, former government officials, present government officials, and I have figured this thing out like no one in the country has. No one. No one. And now you're going to know it, too. I'll be right back. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Hi. So what happens when I... uh, when I go to the break room and make coffee and start talking to Anthony Weiner and we get into it about something and we I forget how long it is. Like what happens? What, what what do you do on the radio? Because that's what just happened. Do you one time that happened and I, I come back and I hear Curtis Slewa in my ear. Uh another time I came back I mean I figure you just play commercials. So what did you guys do? We just played some music. Oh, okay, good. Because every now and then, and then sometime, once it happened, Curtis was actually sitting here. Like, oh, he's late, 30 seconds. You know, 30, granted, you should never be late. You should never, ever be late. However, these are what we would call special circumstances, okay? Because this morning is like Christmas, New Year's, Thanksgiving, the 4th of July, all wrapped up into one. For me, I know. I'm a little bit sleep deprived. I read this baby all night long. And I am still like it is now. A lot of you are talking about the press conference and the press conference was the most catastrophic thing I think I've ever witnessed on television. Right. Um, right up until the next press conference we see with Joe Biden. Uh, that will be the most catastrophic. And before last night, the most catastrophic thing I ever saw on television was last week's press conference with Joe, or, or two months ago, or the last time he tried to make a speech. He, he he does that stuff all the time. Granted, last night it was really raw, really bad. 
and he was unhinged and whatever. But I've seen that. I know that. You know that. This stuff, to hear a government prosecutor going into the detail of why it will be totally unwise, stupid, a waste of time, money, effort to bother a president, a former president, President Trump, with an indictment over material that every president takes with them when they leave the Oval Office. Well, that is, that's a game changer. It's a game changer for me, not only in the political, the race and Biden, and are they going to get a new nominee, which they are, by the way. For me as an American, it's just a great moment. It's just, it's just, it's, it's something powerful that I can't fully come to terms with. I just, but it's good. It's great. All right. I will get to the juicy stuff in there and I'll stop, uh, philosophizing about this because there is some great, great, you know, ooh, ooh, man, it's good. Man, it's good. And then there's lots of things that are oblique and arched and um but it's glorious i will play the entire joe biden meltdown last night it's a doozy and i think this confirms michelle obama will be the nominee greg kelly entertaining and informative on the red apple podcast network It's a beautiful thing. Everything's beautiful. Everything. What are you worried about? Everything's going to be beautiful. Uh, all right. So who said that? Where's that from again? Sometimes I quote movies. I don't even know what movie I'm quoting. I am quoting Goodfellas. Let me think. That must have been in the scene where uh, Henry was all worked up because um, something happened. And uh, he shouldn't worry because they were going to make, they were going to make uh, Joe Pesci a made man. But what was Henry worried about? What was Henry worried about? I don't know. All right. Let's see here. Can I read you something here? This is from the bigger portion of the uh, – this is how they're – this is the prosecutors showing that Joe Biden is a lying scumbag. All right? This is what – now, they can't say it because they work for the government, right? But this is what's going down. In addition to the two folders with marked classified documents about Afghanistan, the garage box – all right, just one more time. In addition to the two folders with marked classified documents about Afghanistan, it's a big deal. In the garage box, in the garage, which was not guarded by the Secret Service like Mar-a-Lago was, in the garage box, and Joe Biden said he never saw that stuff, right? Okay. What was in the garage box other than the stuff from Afghanistan, the Afghanistan classified stuff? Well, here's, here, here we go. There was unclassified material that was of great personal interest to Joe Biden and that he appears to have personally used and accessed. Several folders in the garage box contain materials that Mr. Biden appears to have accessed both shortly before and after February 16th, 2017, the day Mr. Biden told his ghostwriter that he had just found classified documents downstairs. For example, in January of 2017, less than a month before he told his ghostwriter he had just found the classified documents downstairs, Mr. Biden appears to have 
uh, appears to have access documents later found in the box. On January 23rd, 2017, Mr. Biden wrote a notebook entry about a call scheduled for later that day to finalize a deal with Creative Artists Agency, CAA. They used to be my agency, a talent agency that went on to represent him in negotiating his book deal for Promise Me, Dad. The same entry also referenced Mr. Biden's work with his sister on his S-Corp. Um, now, does that sound like gobbledygook? It's actually not, but I know reading this stuff can sound like gobbledygook. Here's the deal, all right? Just there's a classified map in a box. Joe Biden says he never saw the classified stuff, never saw it. And if he did, he would return it right away. But this is where they, they know he's lying. You never saw the, you never saw that Afghanistan stuff, but it's right next to your book, your appointment book with your handwriting talking about your appointment with your agent at CAA and you're going to sign a contract. In fact, the contract is in that envelope and it's not just the CAA contract that's next to the Afghanistan map. It's his checkbook. It's his uh, the, 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 the pool cleaning guy. It's all of these materials related to the typical household crap that we all have to do. Even ex-vice presidents of the United States have to do. That was another thing for Joe because he was an ex-vice president of the United States. He didn't have all the trappings. He didn't have butlers all over the place. In addition to the two folders marked with classified documents about Afghanistan, the garage box, several folders in the garage box contain materials that Mr. Biden appears to have accessed shortly before and after. Why is this copied so many times? I got a bunch of other. How did that happen? Give me one second here. Inside the. Mark Z folder was the final book proposal for Promise Me, Dad. Mr. Biden used this proposal to shop his book to potential publishers, and this bidding process resulted in a book contract netting Mr. Biden an advance of $8 million. Now, when I first saw the $8 million, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's a lot of money, number one. Talk to Mark Levin about book deals. $8 million for a, a former vice president who at the time nobody thought would be president? That was weird. Mr. Biden's assistant identified the handwriting on this folder as Mr. Biden's. The date on the folder indicates that Mr. Biden created it at or around the same time he met with his ghostwriter on February 16th, 2017, and said he had just found the classified documents. The folder was at some point placed in the same box as the marked classified documents um, about Afghanistan. Uh you get it? Does this make as much sense to you as it does me? I hope I'm not uh, boring you. I hope I'm doing this justice, but I have seen the light. I have seen it, and it's it's. I'm almost blinded by it. <laughs> I am almost, I'm almost blinded by it. Now, Joe tells them, if I found any of this stuff, I would have returned it right away, and that's what they're trying to drive home. No, you didn't, and no, you wouldn't, because we know you were looking at this stuff basically on a daily basis, and you did nothing with it. You didn't return it to the government, and this whole thing about Joe Biden, uh, oh, my staff did all the packing. I don't know anything about the packing. Listen to this. They say this in, in, 
in the report. This is not, this is not uh, some guy on some blog, you know, shooting his mouth off. Oh, I heard from a mover that Joe Biden was moving his own boxes. Guess who talked to the moving company? The special prosecutor. The special prosecutor. What a report was this? Did Joe Biden have any idea that this was happening? Did Merrick Garland have any idea they were going to be this thorough, this professional? Mr. Biden was personally involved in the move. This is when he was moving out of the Naval Observatory. That's what they call the vice president's house in 2017. Joe Biden selected which pieces of government-owned furniture from the Naval Observatory he bought and moved to Virginia, directing some of the packing, and was personally present for the entirety of the move. One military aide recalled seeing him packing by himself and just him moving his stuff one at a time into the truck. At the Naval Observatory on moving day, and Secret Service agents saw Mr. Biden moving boxes at the Virginia House during the weekend of his move into that house. Um, now, isn't that something? Do we think that Donald Trump moved the boxes from the White House into the moving van? No, we know that. We saw Donald Trump leave. In fact, we saw the boxes leave in full sight on television. The boxes of the documents, we saw that. We actually saw them. I've shown them before. We've seen them. They're saying that Joe Biden had a hand in this himself. Now, can they prove it in court with beyond a shadow of a doubt? No. I mean, the people who saw him packing this stuff by, but why are they putting this in the report? Because it's incriminating and it's fascinating and it's the, it's a, it's evidence. People saw him doing it. It's evidence. People did not see Donald Trump packing uh, on on moving day. And by the way, why would Joe Biden be packing his own crap when he's moving out of the vice president's house? Why would he do that? Well, probably to make sure he gets all the classified stuff and, you know, the 10 percent to the big guy uh, memos and all that stuff. He didn't want anybody else seeing it. The vice president of the United States is wrapping things himself and putting it all in the box. Now, look. I moved two years ago, my family. We moved from a small apartment to a bigger apartment. You know how many boxes I, uh, you know how much help I was on moving day? You know what I did? Uh, I sat on the couch with my remote control and the movers and my wife and they did everything else. I said, don't take the TV. That's all I said. That's the only way I help. Take the TV last. All right? That was my only instruction, the only thing I did. All right? So I'm watching the TV. Um, and then I, they weren't done, and I went to work. And then I came home to the new place, and all the stuff was there. I don't pack. Maybe you pack, maybe you don't pack. A lot of guys I know don't pack, right? Right? Fair enough, right? Some guys, hey, I know I'm not the most handy guy or whatever, but if you deal with a professional moving company, you know, they don't they don't just lift furniture. They do that, but they'll go through your drawers and wrap all that stuff up. They do that too. They'll put it in boxes for you. I'm like, great, have at it. I don't want to deal with any of that stuff. Um, then my wife is a bit of a control freak and very organized. 
why the hell would Joe Biden be involved in that? And yet that they put this in the report. Does that make sense? You see the fascinating part? I think that's fascinating. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, uh, who knows? Let me just keep going. Oh, brother. Everything's got a password. Leave everything open. Let me see here. Mr. Biden did not remember it. Okay. Ah, here we go. Page 220. Um, Mr. Biden stated in a written response to questions submitted by the special counsel. If I had seen any marked classified documents in my home or office between the time when I was serving as vice president and president, I would have immediately returned them to the U.S. government. Now, nobody likes being lied to. And you see how they prove that this was a lie. That he was seeing things on a daily basis that were classified. If the Afghanistan maps are located right next to the creative artist contract and the calendar and the checkbook and the contract with the pool company, right? He didn't, he didn't have a classified wing or a classified whatever in his house. It was just next to his regular household stuff. And the implication is heavily that he could not have not seen it, right? And the implication here also is he's lying his ass off. He's not being truthful. And that's one of the reasons why this thing is so uh, nasty. Um, and it is a little bit nasty. Couldn't have happened to a nicer guy, right? Right? <laughs> okay. Um, uh. Maria in Short Hills. Hello. Hi, Greg. Thanks for taking my call. Happy Friday. I just want to make a few brief comments on last night's clown show addressed by Joe. First, it was a gift to President Trump. And it clearly showed for the first time that the White House press corps, who has always covered for this moron in the White House, have finally had it with him. They always look the other way. It's always nothing to see here, folks. Move along. I think that they have had it with him. Unfortunately, hey, hold on a second. Um, Can we take this? Don't go away, Maria. Uh, this wise guy at the White House, at the podium, they don't have Karine Jean-Pierre doing it. They brought out another guy, a better guy. Turn it up. True, whether President Biden was president or a private citizen. The special counsel's assignment when he was appointed was to determine whether any criminal conduct occurred. He found it didn't. That was the finding. The case <laughs> is closed. No, Joe, you... I want to read you hold something. on a second real quick. Joe said, Joe said that nothing that he never mishandled classified documents in any way, shape, or form. Everybody knows I know how to handle classified documents. Turn it back up. What I see the conclusion as being is just a determination that no criminal charges would be brought, period, full stop. That is it. It's all over at that stage, end quote. That rings true here. The special counsel report goes on at length about the president's unprecedented cooperation in this case. Actually, it doesn't. Stop. All right. This guy is... I'm not going to facilitate. You know what they love to do? They love to shut down. Oh, we can't have anybody listen to that. It uh, has not been fact-checked, and it's unverified. This, not, not telling you, all of this crap, What he's, this is spin, and this is distortion, and this is misrepresentation. He is misrepresenting the work of that federal prosecutor. Amazing. Maria, I'm going to play that whole thing. You're right. The press corps is... Uh, 
You know, but they've been, I've heard them yell and scream at Joe before. It does feel different. This feels 1973. This feels Richard Nixon. This feels Watergate, spring, summer, 1973. Uh, he didn't resign until 1974, but that's when the crisis really started. It was the worst, possibly the worst. It got really bad, then it got normal somewhat, and then it got bad again. But 73 was arguably the worst time for Nixon. This feels like that. But we'll see. We will see. I see the media starting to move on. It almost doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They can't stop it. God is in control. Not the Democrats. Not Obama. All right, Maria. I feel amazing. How do you feel? Great, great. Like you said, it's Christmas, New Year's, and Thanksgiving all rolled into one. But I just have, could I have one little more comment? What? Okay, I always thought like you did, because I agree 100% with you all the time, that Michelle was going to be the nominee, but now I'm thinking no, because you know why? It's a package deal. Michelle has to go with Barack, and they're too damn selfish to take four years out of their wonderful life to devote to our country. I think it's either going to be that Gretchen Whitmer from uh, Michigan. No, mean girl. No, 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 no. Mean girl, white girl, Karen. And I'm using the language of the left, all right? I don't, right? But the, the, the left will not accept that. Certainly not with Kamala Harris there. Cannot be mean. And by the way, you uh, give them way too much credit. Um, they would not see it as an opportunity to serve America if they were uh, back in the White House. It would be serving themselves all over again. And believe it or not, that plush lifestyle Talk to some people with an ult, with the ultra plush lifestyle and not a lot of work to do. It gets boring. And Air Force One is still better than the swankiest private jet in the universe. Right? Right? Nothing like power. I mean, they got a lot of power, but that kind of power and the fact that Michelle could get it without really subjecting herself to much in the way of scrutiny or criticism or questioning, it just be arranged for them. All right, Maria. Well, so who was the other name? Or I thought to appeal to the so-called, and I'll put it in air quotes, mansion for the so-called moderate No, 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 Spunk. Nobody knows who he is. He's too weird. Uh, not going to be him. It's going to be Michelle. Maria, love you. Be right back. Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Turn it up, the press conference here. They're giving him a hard time. For a memoir about House. Uh, his life after his son Bo died. And he was reading these passages that he had written to himself to share information with him. And he took pains, and the report lays this out, to express how sensitive some of the information was and that we should be careful with it. And of those two passages from his diaries that he talked about with his ghostwriter, weren't in the book. There's no classified information in the book. And so, and so I want to just make that point. And the second is there's a kind of an allegation of, uh, you know, willfully taking a, a classified document that he talked about uh, with his ghostwriter. That's false. As the president talked about last night, he was, again, talking about a handwritten letter that he had sent to President Obama and faxed to him about the Afghanistan troop surge. Like, these, are, these are the president's own personal writings, you know, the president's own diary notes to himself. And I think there's an important thing to think about here. There's plenty of historical analogs, uh, the most notable of which is Ronald Reagan, President Reagan, whose diaries very famously uh, became a subject of a lot of attention in the country. 
the Justice Department knew that President Reagan's diaries had classified information in them. Knew it at the time. He took those diaries home. He read those diaries to people. He shared the actual physical copy of the, of the, of the diaries, which uh, the special counsel report talks about. Joe Biden never even gave custody of his notebooks to anybody. And, uh, and, and they never even asked for those diaries back, and they never launched an investigation. And why exactly, is that? Exactly. It's because historically, going back to the beginning of the country, presidents keep diaries. They, we, we should want our presidents to be thoughtful and deliberative about the decisions that they make on the most consequential issues of our time. And we have, we have entrusted presidents to be safe keepers of this information, and, to, and we have expressed you know, great gratitude uh, including many of you in the press, when when presidents share through books and other things insights into their thinking and decision-making and historical context. Exactly. And so I think it's lost in the shuffle of all of this that the president did what all of his predecessors had done, yep. which was take notes for himself, keep a diary of his own daily life, so that he could think back on these maps, big moments of, of the time. That's good. And so, you, you know, you, okay, but I'm not cutting them but we're almost out, but this is actually great stuff. But what they don't realize... And what we're trying to convey to people, and you got to get into the room, it applies to President Trump. See? It applies to President Trump, too. He's allowed to have access to this stuff. He's allowed to take classified stuff with him. He's allowed to look at it and offer thoughts in a book or on a television show and jog his memory, whether it's a diary. And by the way, <laughs> diary, it sounds so It sounds so harmless. It sounds Marsha Brady, right? Um if you take notes in the Situation Room during the takedown of Osama bin Laden, that paper is secret. It's absolutely secret stuff. So this report exonerates, they're saying Biden, the real headline is Trump. All right, folks? Trump. And it's beautiful. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.